Welcome to Joyful Souls, the podcast. I'm Tracy Benson, your host. I am so excited to take this weekly journey with you where we'll take deep dives into real talk with real people living an epically fulfilled existence. We'll give you tips, tools, and strategies that you can use in your everyday life to have more joy, more peace, more love, more connection, more of all the things that really matter. And it's crazily true. When you live like that in alignment, in joy, in peace, just expanding your heart and soul, it's amazing what you manifest and what will just show up at your door. So let's get this trip around the sun started. I'll see you on the flip side. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Joyful Souls, the podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Benson. And today in real time, it's, I cannot believe it's already July 6th, 2020. Time seems to just be flying this year. I can't believe we're more than halfway through the year. I was having a conversation with one of my collaborators, another coach, and in fact, we're going to do a podcast episode on her podcast about this subject, but I wanted to talk about it today myself as well. We got to talk about connection and what that means to individuals, what a connection really is, and do we chase connection or do we find connection? And various, you know, other ideas like that. Where it got started was we were talking about how in past relationships, and it could be intimate ones too, but this was more along the lines of friendships. How in the past, both of us at different points in our life were always seeking connection with people where we were doing all the work in the relationship, if you know what I mean, where we would always be the one reaching out. We may or may not get a response, but we would reach out again and the pattern would just repeat. And I said, I had come to the conclusion quite a few years ago now that that was me thinking something was wrong with me. And that's how I thought connection worked, that it only worked if I was good enough, right? If I did the right things, if I said the right things, if I was the person I was supposed to be then I would have connection with everyone I connected with. Because you know how sometimes you meet somebody in your life and you have this instant rapport and connection where you just get along famously, you have a lot of the same mindset, you know, you, you have your differences too that makes it interesting, but there's just that instant connection there. And I really thought when I had that instant connection meant that when that connection was lost, it had something to do with me. It's funny how we always revert back to that, or a lot of us do. We revert back to the I'm not enough. If I was doing more, if I was this, I was that, I looked this way, I did this, I didn't do that, then I would be accepted and loved. And so for me, when I came to that reality that I really learned the lesson that people come into our lives for a season, and that season may be moments. That season may be hours, weeks, days, months, years. I have some people in my life that I've been connected with my entire life. They were supposed to be here. Some people aren't. 
Some people are to learn a lesson. Some people are just ships passing in the night. And it has nothing to do with you if that connection gets lost, if you're doing your part. Now, when I say that, when you're doing your part, you don't just give up on people instantly because we all have stuff that goes on in our life and things happen and things shift for us and we may be going through a bad spell and maybe we've only known you for a few months and we just don't have the bandwidth for you right now. Does that mean we want to lose that connection? No, that just means not right now. And for this moment, because maybe something happened, maybe I lost a job, maybe I have a family member is ill, maybe I'm ill, whatever the case may be. So what you've got to look at is when do you decide enough is enough? So I've got my little thing now. If I find out nothing's going on in their life, because I will ask, I'll say, hey, you're busy. You know, I notice I haven't gotten any response from you. Is something going on? Is there some way I can help? you know, that sort of thing. And if I get, no, nothing's really going on. I've just been busy. And if I reach out two more times and I get the same kind of response or no response, then I just move on. Does that mean I cut them out of my life? No, I just stop seeking that connection. And when they're ready, if they ever are, they'll come back and connect with me. I leave that space open, right? So, I think what happens with a lot of people is we keep trying to fix those connections and those people are in their own space and time and they're just not ready for the connection. And that can happen with intimate relationships too, new relationships you're starting and, you know, things aren't quite right. And sometimes it's timing. There is something about timing sometimes in relationships. Sometimes you end up coming back to it later on because it works in that time when it didn't work in the time before. But the biggest thing I learned from this is not to beat myself up, not to think it's me, because I made the effort, I was doing the things that needed to be done in order to sustain a relationship. It's two ways, right? And sometimes the other party just doesn't have the bandwidth for whatever reason for you in that moment. So you can either hang around and start questioning why, you know, does it have something to do with you? Or you can just move away from it, not cutting them off, leaving that door open if they want to reach out later on, but stop wasting your time and your thought process on people who are not in the space to give you what you deserve. We all deserve reciprocal relationships. Nobody deserves to be the partner. It's even in your intimate relationship where you're always the one giving. Now, I'd want to preface this by saying, or kind of change this by saying in your intimate relationship, there will be times when you're giving way more than your partner. And sometimes it seems like they're not giving at all. Okay. That's life. And there'll be times when it it shifts the other way. So I'm not telling you because your spouse has got something big going on at work or family or personally that they're not really giving you what you want right now, that doesn't mean that you walk away from them. I just want to caveat that because I don't want anybody spouse calling me and saying, you said this on your podcast and my wife left. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about finding relationships and friendships that serve you and that are reciprocal. We all deserve that reciprocal relationship. If you're always the one reaching out, if you're always in your, and someone is always only reaching out to you when they need something from you, 
and I mean always, I'm not talking about occasionally, when you find that, then that relationship isn't reciprocal. Now you've got a decision to make. Are you going to keep feeding them what they need? And that's fine if that's what you want to do and it's not harming you in any way. I mean, you're not doing it to the exclusion to other relationships that would be reciprocal or are reciprocal. Because people that do that to you, that only reach out when they need something or, you know, don't reciprocate any other time, they don't deserve your time, honestly. Now, if you're giving it freely because it's not conflicting with anything else, then go ahead and do it if it makes you feel good. That's fine. But if you're a person that's wondering why do I have these sorts of relationships and why am I always the one giving and not receiving ever anything in return or feeling like you're not, you need to look at the people and you need to seek out new relationships, find people you click with and you see how it goes. And like I said, for me, when it's a friendship that's new and you know, I'm the one reaching out multiple times in a row with little or no response, I just move on. It's no harm or foul to me. It's no harm or foul to them. They may have things going on in their life. They just don't have the bandwidth for me. But that doesn't mean I need to sit here and beat myself up about it or worry about it or hang on either and wait for them. There's plenty of like-minded folks for you to connect with. So that's what I've done in my life. And sometimes seasons come and go. I've had people that came into my life for like a month where we were spending a lot of time, you know, together or phone or whatever. And then all of a sudden it just dies out. And that's okay. That doesn't reflect on you in the least when you're the person that was still reaching and the other person left. They've got things in their life that we know nothing about. And it has nothing to do with us. And so we just move on. Like I said, and if they were good people and you had a connection, just leave the door open and they might wander back in later on. And they might not. And that's okay too. So we really need to examine that and be mindful of it so that we're not hanging on and beating ourselves up because then we tend to repeat the pattern. Then we become pleasers where we're looking for people. As soon as we have a connection, we're trying to make them like us. We're trying to make them, you know, want to spend time with us. We're trying, we're trying, we're trying, and we're pushing. And we're not really ourselves when we're doing that either. We're not showing up as who we are because we're trying to mold ourselves into somebody that they're going to accept in life and spend time with. And it may not be that they don't like you. It just may be that they just don't have the time right now or the bandwidth or the space in their life. And that's okay. It's no reflection on you. So just be mindful of that when you see yourself repeating that pattern that you say, okay, I need to make some better choices. And it's not that you even need to say anything to these people. If you're the one making all the effort, if you just stop making the effort, they're either going to show back up and realize that they weren't being such a great friend, which happens. People get disjointed, you know, things going on in their life where they don't do the things that they really want to sometimes. And they may wander back in your life. And if you never hear from them again, it's okay. You've moved on. You found someone else to share your space with and time with. And you don't have to have a million friends. I mean, some people like having, 
you know, a ton, a ton of friends, a huge social circle. I have several circles. But the ones that are in my intimate circle are people that I want to talk to on a regular basis, maybe two or three times a week even, that are my girlfriends, that two or three times a week, but you know, I have a spouse and I have children and grandchildren and I need time for them. I have time for my business. So I don't have time to have a hundred friends like that, nor would I want to keep them all straight. It would be overwhelming. There are people like that that have, you know, loads of friends and a lot of them they don't talk to very often. I've got a couple of friends like that that have just, I mean, more friends than I can even count. And I'm friends with them as well. And a couple of these people, good friends. And we might only text or talk maybe once a month. That's it. And that's okay. That's how our friendship works. And when we pick up, it's like, We talked yesterday and that's all right too. But my close circle, the ones that I would depend on if I had something going on that I needed to reach out to that I know are going to pick up the phone as soon as I call or they're going to call me back right away. Those are the people I call my intimate friends. Those are the ones that I would tell my deep, dark secrets to that I trust with anything. And I don't have a lot of those. And that's okay. That's how I operate. Some people keep it. And then I have another group outside of that. That's more like a peer group, but we're also friends too. And then my larger social circle is my community that I spend time with females and males in business or personal wise. So you have different levels of where people are are in your life. And with your friendships, you want people who support you. And when I say support you, your intimate friendships are the ones who support you, the ones that you can call if you had a problem in the middle of the night, and they would be happy to answer the phone and come help you. Those people, we need those people in our lives. And they may be just family, you may only have a couple of those. I only have a couple of those. A lot of my really close friends actually don't live where I live. So you know, that wouldn't be a possibility for them. They they would have to literally jump on a plane and that's probably not going to be available to them in an instant. So just operate from that space of, do my friendships compliment me? And I don't mean they tell you, they give you compliments. They, do they compliment my life? And if they don't, start seeking out some that do. It's really easy to get lost in that connection. And then You know, people say, well, we're so connected, but they don't call me back. Well, you're not connected. You're sending out a tentacle, a feeler. You want to be connected. Maybe you were connected at some point and you're still sending out that feeler, that tentacle, whatever to to grab onto them because you want that connection. You're not truly connected because they're not sending the connection back. And connection is a two-way street now. The one thing that you can always be connected to, and it's the most important thing to be connected to, is self. Sometimes we forget that when we're building our lives and we're so disconnected from ourselves, and we wonder why other people don't connect well to us, why our friendships come and go, why our intimate relationships fizzle out quickly, why, you know, even family members we don't have the deepest connection to. And I have truly found in life that if you're not self-connected, connected to self. 
It's very hard to connect to others because you're not authentic. You're not true. You're not being who you really are. Because when we're connected to ourself, we show up in authenticity. We don't mold ourselves for other people. We aren't a people pleaser. So today, friends, let's look at our relationships and see where they sit. Are we people pleasing? Are we authentic in our relationships? Are we showing up as who we are? Are we connected to self? And if we're not connected to self, that's our first job because we can't truly be connected fully to anyone else until we're self-connected. All right, guys, I hope you have just the most beautiful rest of your day. And I will see you soon. I love you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Joyful Souls Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at tracybenson at joyfulsouls.com. Thanks ever so much for listening and have a beautiful day.